Let's test one, two, three, four. Yeah, let's go. Okay, good. We're good. Yeah. Sweet. Good. Yeah. Let me let me just make sure my volume is uh up there. It should be. I mean, I edit, 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 Episode 226 of the Try Games Net podcast features Alex Kidd in the Enchanted Castle, Alien Soldier, Alien Storm, Altered Beast, Biohazard, Battle, Bonanza Brothers, Columns, Columns 3, but no Columns 2, Comic Zone, Crackdown, Decap Attack, Echo the Dolphin, Word. Echo Junior, Echo the Tides of Time, Eastwat, City Under Siege, Eternal Champions, Word. Fatal Labyrinth, Flicky. Word. Gain Ground, Word. Galaxy Force 2, Golden Axe, Golden Axe 2, Word. Gunstar Heroes. Word. What was that last one? Word. What was that Gunstar last one? Gunstar Heroes. Gunstar Heroes. Kid Chameleon, Land- Landstalker, which I believe I gave a 7.0 on GameSpot. Light Crusader, Ristar, ooh, Shadow Dancer, Shining Force, Shining ooh. Force 2, Shining in the Darkness, Shinobi 3, Space Harrier 2, Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage 2, Super Thunderblade, Sword of Vermilion, Vector Man, Virtual Fighter 2, Wonder Boy 3. What was all that? That was 40 games on sale from Steam for $8.00. I mean, $7.50. $7.50 for 40 Genesis games. I think I don't need my Wii anymore, although, but no, I do, because they're not selling Nintendo games on Steam, but wow. Wow. Yeah. Seven, yeah. seven how much? $7.50. seven dollars $7.49. $7.49. Even with, like, all the shitty games on here, like... Just having Gunstar Heroes and Alien Soldier and what what else is there? Uh, fucking the Shinobis, Streets of Rage Two, uh, Christ, uh, the Sh- Shining Force and Shining Force Two. Uh, I don't have to bring I don't have to bring my Wii with me to work to play them. I can just put it on my laptop. Uh, I wonder how the emulation on these are on the PC. That's I my only worry. They're supposed to be, they're probably going to be accurate in my opinion, because I think that they're using the same emulation, the same shell that they used through every other port, you know, okay. for every single um, thing. Like, for example, like the Alien Soldier on the Wii was fantastic. It was completely accurate. Right. Well, just as long as, and like, I don't I boot it on my... first boss. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as I don't <laughs> boot up my work laptop, which is significantly less powerful than my personal laptop, uh, and it stutters, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm worried oh, about, yeah, because... Yeah. I don't know if the emulation will be like, oh, I probably shouldn't be that way. But anyway, uh, that is it for episode 226 of the Try Games at Net podcast. I didn't even announce that I am the host, Austin, and this was this has been Al, and we're done. Yeah, I just Genesis say that does. Wait, before we're done, you I can't just do this that. on PCs, but now you can. Genesis does, right. and I and I just want to say that um, these the minimum requirements for these games doesn't even specify what kind of computer you need. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an OS XP or higher, graphics thirty two meg or higher, direct yeah. nine O and fifty megs of free space. You know what would be great if Steam 
ended up, and I think I was saying this before when we were talking about the the Google Google, the Google Chrome <laughs> Store, and like I don't know if you've fucked around with it, but like I went into Chrome and I you know I downloaded the Angry Birds beta for Google oh, Chrome. I downloaded Tempest 2000 for Google Chrome. And oh, you not did. Temp- no, no, no. I'm sorry. Just Tempest, not Tempest 2000. That was the Jaguar version. But you know what I mean. Like, so it, you just download the game and it installs in the browser, and the browser has the API to run it, I and mean, that's it. And right, it would be cool it's interpreted that way. Right, and it would be cool if Steam, and, and I'm sure they're thinking about this, were to come out with some kind of like platform independent like thing where you run the game straight from Steam if it's possible, like these emulated games. Or like an yeah, Angry Birds. Oh, oh, like oh, oh, also, plant, also Plants vs. Zombies on Chrome, I got that. And that runs just fine. Mm. You know, so if if they did that, I'd be interested uh, I in, in experimenting with that. You wonder. Oh, I wonder if it's built for Chrome or if it is... Uh, built for Flash? Built for HTML. Right. Built for Flash or something. Like, if it's built for Chrome, then oh, maybe I, it's actually just developed for it. And yeah, what I think... what I an interpreter. Yeah, what I think it is is it's HTML5. Because I don't know if you remember, we were reading a story about this last year where Quake 2 was ported over to HTML5. I remember that, yeah. And and so I think that's what it is. I could be wrong. But nerds out there, correct me. But, you know, I I should say that it is some... mm, It's bright, but it's not sunny uh, at 155. I I don't even know if I should do this because this probably isn't going to get posted for another week and a half if last (laughs) week was any indication. But it is 155 at... On a Saturday at uh, on the 24th of September, uh, last week was a total fiasco. I meant to post it, you know, on the Tuesday as usual, and then shit got busy at work. And then the next last week, this uh, this past week, my hotel internet just didn't work. Oh, they should so, get a refund. Yeah, and so I think like maybe one one day I should try uploading things through my phone, but I can't rely on that connection. I don't know, but it's up there now. As, like, you wouldn't be hearing this and not knowing... That was terrible grammar. Let me start again. You wouldn't be hearing this (laughs) without knowing that the other episode is already up. So, obviously, you know it's up. But it's up. So, have fun. Anyway, we are here now, and that's all that matters. We're going to start off with what we've been playing. But I was hoping that we could spin off of what we've been playing since you got the Radiance... um, of guns, which are silver, to maybe take a little dip back into nostalgia land and talk about silver gun a little bit. Yeah, we could do that definitely. Cast RSG cast. It was my password for a while. No, it wasn't. Um, actually, you know, Project RSG two was my password, and that was Ikaruga, obviously. So, but anyway, uh, I think I know what you've been playing. You say it's short. Do you want to go first, or should I go first, and then we can launch off of your playing? I don't care. Um, I'll, I'll go first. Okay, you'll go first. Uh, yeah, so... Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Uh, well, other than playing for, like, you know, a couple of minutes, yeah. which a couple of minutes, I think, would equate to about an hour of Radiant Silver Gun, um, which we'll talk about, I've been playing Persona for PSP. And I'm actually getting somewhere, which is good, because, uh, you know, the game was very confusing at the beginning to me. I couldn't really, I guess, get... The idea of uh, personas and upgrading, like why and what they're for—not what they're for, but you know, what's the difference between them? Why should I get one over the other? And now I'm starting to really understand it. And then now I'm coming to the point where like all the personas are wax sun, and 
I, I can't find I can't find a persona that I want to fuse and I have all these items that you're supposed to use to like fuse special persona and whatnot. And absolutely no cute no clue as to what they are persona. So um I I don't know I don't know what to do with that. And there's no no kind of FAQ online about how to use the items to fuse the special personas and it, it, that's that's another weird thing. It's like you you've got secrets and hit you know secret ways to do things and no one has written anything online about that it could just be because wait secret ways to do things like well there are items that you can use to fuse secret persona okay okay i thought you meant like like passageways they don't work for like it's not like you could just take any two and then put the item in it and then all of a sudden yeah you have a a special persona Mm mm-hmm I think you have to do two particular ones, and then that item will react to them, and it will create that. But the only time I've actually seen it do something like that, it actually made a lower-level persona, like, solo that I wouldn't even use it. I'm like, what the fuck? Please. And I hope that that's not, you know, indicative of what I'm able to do right now. But anyway, um, I think I'm, like, halfway through the game, a little bit more than halfway through the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got about 25 hours clocked in, and some of it is, you know, idle time because I've really been playing a lot at work. But uh, I've been putting a lot of my spare time into it. Like I wake up in the morning, Saturday, like today, and I'll just go and you know continue playing because it's kind of on my mind. I really want to finish it, especially since I just bought Persona 2 right on Tuesday. External punishment. I had PC for the longest, so. Um, I really want to get through these games, and I want to, you know, experience all they have to offer, and I want to be, like, a big fan of the Persona universe, and hopefully extend into the rest of SMT. Uh, and that's it, really. I mean, uh, if anyone's familiar with the game itself, I'm in the Mana Castle right now, and I'm just trying to grind and get high enough levels so that I can take the spell cards off of the the demons in there and maybe make a persona that I can use. And there are some personas that I have that I can't use because I'm too low level for them right now, but they're really good. Mm -hmm. So I'm also trying to grind so I can use them too. Grinding and grinding. How many hours? Uh, 25 so far. It's Mm -hmm. like a 30 to 40 hour game. Okay. So you're, you're you're near there. Okay. Um, I, I've passed a point. There's a point in the game where you have to answer questions, and if you answer the questions the right way, you get the good ending, and if you answer questions any other way, you get the bad ending. So it's not gameplay uh, driven. Uh, the ending, you mean? The type yeah. of ending you get? Yeah, like it's not dependent on how you play the game, it's how you answer certain questions. Yeah, there's this one point in the game, it's like a pivotal moment, and if you answer the questions in the way that um, the person who is asking you wants you to answer them, uh, if it makes them feel comfortable, right? Then, <clears throat> then they'll do what's necessary to get the good ending. Um, if you don't answer it that way, then they won't cooperate with you, and, and it leads you down a road where uh, a little bit later you you get the bad ending. Okay. Uh, so I kind of saved there, and I answered both ways so that I could see, see. what the bad ending is. And then there's the uh, Snow Queen quest, which is the the hidden quest from. Uh, you know, it was the hidden quest in Japanese version, and it was not included in the English version. And um, uh, that's that. uh, oh, I was, uh, no, I, I was just distracted. Uh, yeah. uh, Evelyn came by and showed me her belly button. 
thought you were going to say something else. Hey there. No. Hey now. Hey oh. Hey oh. Hey oh. Hey oh. It, it hopefully it'll get better. Like, you know, once 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 it's all done. <laughs> Belly button, <laughs> X button, better. Y button, L trigger. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you should make a rap. That's all. Yeah, sure. I'll, that that'll make zillions. Yeah. Uh, hey, anyway, if if shit like <laughs> creation can make millions, come on now. I don't even want to know. Garbage ass music out there. Jesus fucking mm-hmm. Christ. Creation. Yeah, turn, turn on a fan. Um, Cause we're podcasting. <laughs> you didn't know. Oh wait. So anyway, back to the podcast at hand. Um, yes. The one thing I did, perfection I don't is perfected. Really like. So you, you, you are you gonna let them understand? Yes. From a young G's perspective. From a, a young B, yeah, from young G's perspective. <laughs> um, yes, anyhow, continue. I um, don't like how experience is uh, divvied up, I guess you could say. It's not really div- divvied up at all, but how experience is, is granted to the uh, the characters in the game because it essentially <clears throat> rewards your character with... Um, experience based on how they act in the fight. It's not like, oh, you, you take one one character who's like super strong and they do one spell and it kills everybody and everybody gets, you know, a fourth or a fifth of the experience depending on how right. many people are in there. Um, if that person destroys everybody with that one spell, they get pretty much 99% of the experience. Oh, the I see. So it's like... Just for being there. It's like some weird mutation between traditional RPGs and strategy RPGs where like, like in strategy RPGs, you only get experience when you do something. So if your other right. dudes aren't doing shit, then they don't get shit, which too bad for them. And then you have like super character, right. and then the rest of them, right? Um, yeah. So like right now, I have um, <clears throat> one of the characters, Maki. She's um, pretty much like the central character in the story and everything. Mm-hmm. And I guess she's supposed to be like this strong, or maybe I'm just hooking up with the persona that are that strong. Mm-hmm. But she she has the ability usually to kill everybody and do like three times more damage than everybody else, and she's probably two or three levels higher than everybody else. And then I have this other guy named Mark who, um, you know, he's got high vitality. So he's like almost like a tank, except you can't really direct attacks to a particular person. Mm -hmm. And their demons are very unpredictable. So it's not like him having high vitality is going to help. Unless like, you know, you get hit by something, everybody else dies or everybody else becomes critical and then he can heal them, which is always possible. Um, He... Doesn't I, I can't really link him up with any good persona that can kill things, and as a result, he is the lowest level by probably like two or three levels. So there's like a five or six level discrepancy in between, um, you know, all of my characters, and it sucks because not not that the levels have anything to do with my survivability because they have absolutely nothing to do with my survivability. It's weaknesses and strengths, but huh. Levels determine you have two, first off you have two sets of levels you have your character's level which determines their stats yeah and then you have their persona level which determines how high of a level persona they can equip okay and if your main character is not like if your main character's persona level is not of a particular level you cannot get spell cards from the stronger enemies for any other character well the spell or you, cards you, are well you can't even get you can't even get them in the first place is okay right so. like when you negotiate and you say i want a spell card like if you get them eager and they go well what do you want and you say i want a spell card they go oh no you're not strong enough bye and yeah. then you leave come back when you're peace strong. bitch um so that's only on your main character which is good and then on top of that if you're trying to fuse persona you can't make a persona that's 10 levels higher than your main character's level basic level 
not persona mm-hmm. level. So like I could be 26 and I could fuse a persona of 36, but my persona level could be 22. But I still won't be able to equip that persona until my persona level is 36. Right. So right. my physical level could be 40 and my persona level could be 32. Yes. And yes. I can't equip that persona. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know why my level would be 40 and my persona level is 32 when most of the time it's I, literally fighting in this game is like fighting in Final Fantasy VIII <laughs> because attacks do shit. You have oh. weapons, but they don't really do much of anything. And there are enemies that are weak to physical, but it ha- attacking them with weapons sometimes doesn't really do much of anything. So you have guns as well, and the guns sometimes do multiple hits, and they're really good like that. Like, you know, you'll get a rifle on a character who uses rifles, and that rifle might do seven hits. And it may hit for 32, but it'll hit seven times for 32. And an enemy might have 400 hit points or something at that point in time. So that's a good chunk of their life, and you combine it with like the persona attacks and things like that. But most of the time, you're doing, oh, these guys are weak to nuclear, electric, gravity, and blast. Okay, nuclear. Well, let's see, my persona, nuclear. And nuclear. So, nuclear, <laughs> and and I have to think about that when I say it because I usually <laughs> nuclear. Um, nuclear is anyhow. correct. <laughs> yes, I know. That's why I, say I have to think about saying nuclear. But you just said I nuclear don't. the first time without realizing. No, 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 no. Uh, uh. So anyway, they uh, you, and when you look at their weaknesses, and it includes that, then you choose a persona that has a nice attack, uh, an electric or nuclear attack or something like that, and then you wipe them off the the freaking battlefield, and that's the end of it. That's usually how you fight, and when you do that, you're you get more XP towards your persona. And then if you have heals and other like curative, um, curative attacks, it's not really an attack, but you use them. And even if it doesn't work, you get XP for your persona. So like, even if you can't do anything, it, it doesn't really serve you to hit guard. If you have something like heal and everybody's at full health with your heal anyway, because it's not like it takes off a lot. Well, unless your persona is mm-hmm. an expensive persona. All the moves that Persona can do, (laughs) meaning like all of the moves that your Persona can do, they take off the same amount of SP, which is your, you know, your magic is SP. So you have a Persona that does 10 SP and they can have a move that kills everybody. It's the strongest move in the game, but it still costs 10 SP. Or you can have a a Persona that's 55 SP and then it'll have a stupid crappy move that does like eight damage and it'll cost you 55 SP. Um... No so it, it behooves you to always like use your persona, <clears throat> even if the spell that you're using has it's no stupid. effect. Right, because it's going to give you persona XP, so you can get a better persona. It, it's kind of like yeah, so it is kind of like a like an SRPG where it's just like, um, well, a different analog, right? But like for lower mm-hmm. level characters, like in Final Fantasy Tactics, for example, like ju- throw stone is going to do one damage. But mm-hmm. if your character's a low level, it's gonna get a, he's gonna get a, or he or she is gonna get a lot of hit uh, hit points, experience points for that for throwing a stone. So you could sit there and level up a lot by just throwing a stone because the guy is not gonna die. You could just keep on hitting him with rocks. Right. So it's like you're doing that not to win, but to level up. Exactly. In in a sense. Oh, all this talk of leveling up is 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 gross because that's a big part of what I've been playing. You've been leveling up. Yes, well, not anymore, but I was. Um, I don't wait, but I want you to finish first. Um, I'm done. 
at this point. Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. Oh, you've been playing Zelda 2. The bastard two. child of the Zelda series proper. We, we won't talk about those non-existent games on non-Nintendo platforms. Yeah, um, F those games. You know, uh, just, as a quick aside, yes. I read the, the Digi Game Informer. Yes. Uh, they have a whole thing on Skyward Sword and all the other Zelda games, and it, instead of actually like talking about the actual games, they talk about their experiences with Zelda, Zelda 2, Link to the Past, etc., etc., and then they have this little quick sidebar on the, the shitty CDI games. And The what games? The shitty CDI games. I never heard of those. What are those? I don't know. Are you sure um, they exist? But they talked about them. <laughs> Those those, those shitty games that we refused to acknowledge a couple of seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know if if you have the the, the digital uh, October Game Informer, read that. I will it's log digital. in and I shall find that they they need to make uh, an Android slash iPhone app for those things. They um, do, like for subscribers, because I'm not going to sit like we're I, I I hate to say it, but the like I I am not going to be sitting on my computer reading that stuff. I I thought I would be and I'm not. But I guess I guess if it's compatible with the browser it's still fine. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, cuz I mean I basically I read it at work. So Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. that that was the only way that I was actually going to read that. Right. But leveling up Zelda 2: The Adventure of Link. Um that has like so I don't know how recently you played through it. Uh, I don't know how recently many people who are listening to this playthrough or how well they remember it, but basically when you level up, um, well, this this is actually not for even for you, Al, but like leveling up is just like from one to eight for each of your attributes, and eight is a max, right? Yeah, I believe it is. Eight is a max. Been a while, but yeah. So there are seven palaces, and I was leveling up like a maniac, kind of ish. As maniac, as maniacal as I can get about leveling up, which is not very because I get impatient in my old age. And um, if I'm correct, right now I just beat the third out of seven palaces. The third palace. Um, my oh, magic, yeah? yeah. My attack is at five out of eight. My magic is six out of eight, and my life is seven out of eight. I have six out of eight total health squares and six out of eight total magic squares. So. I- I think that before halfway through the game, I'm pretty overleveled. I think. Yeah. That's what yeah, I would you're, think. You're, you're pretty good there. I'm getting my ass handed to me by like shit after the pal after the third palace. Like, like that is a huge difficulty spike for me, in my opinion. Once you beat the third palace, for those who don't know, the third palace, uh, or, or those who don't remember, the third palace is the one where you the the boss is the blue iron knuckle that throws his swords, but he's on a horse first. Mm-hmm. So you need to you need to knock him off with a downward thrust. That sounds very sexual. Um, and after that, you get on the raft and you cross the sea to the other side of Hyrule. And the easy, because again, if you don't remember, there are difficult and easy monster encounters on the overworld map. Yes, um, yes. When you encounter the easy monsters um, in in just the grassy plains, which is usually the easiest area in any in any location. Um, that's fucking hard. Like, I went, like, those are where those tektites come in, the jumping tektites, and I don't remember how to beat them. I, um, they, they have, them? Pro- they have protective shells, so I can't downward thrust them, and I don't have the upward, thr- ooh, the upward thrust yet, so I can't hit them from underneath, so I don't know, I can't remember if that works. 
and I haven't tried hitting them head-on because every time I try to hit them head-on, they hit me first. So, yeah, I'm getting my ass handed to me, and like every time they hit me, it takes off like one and a third square of health, and I'm just like, aren't I overleveled? Uh, I don't understand get this. The, you didn't get the magic to uh, reduce your damage? I, yes, I did. Granted, um, the, okay, the thing that sucks about it is that you have to keep casting it, but... You have to there. keep casting it on every screen, but every every monster encounter is one screen only, so you're fine there. Um, mm-hmm. But not, not one, you, uh, not you, one you screen. You don't get your magic back when you finish that encounter. Right. Exactly. No, I shouldn't say it's one screen. I should say it's one scrolling screen. Um, yes. Because you can scroll left and right, but then like when you exit, you're you're done. You don't go onto another map screen or something. But yeah, like I so I don't know. And and I'm just saying like like shield or not, I'm just taking like I'm just talking about like the baseline damage that's done is like it feels like a lot and like the techniques that you need to start using to beat these monsters are kind of like great you're not even halfway through the game but we're gonna fuck you over like now <laughs> and it's like which huh which uh, i don't know and it's it's difficult it's hard and this is a game where you don't have health pickups or you have magic pickups but you don't have health pickups Right. So it's like... Because you have the heal spell. Well, fairy. Right. But those are like... It's like, well, once you run out of magic, you know... The, and yes. those magic... Yeah. Those magic... You're just fucked. Those magic pickups are very rare yeah. to come by. Because <laughs> most of the time, they give you experience points. Um, and, you know, traditionally... Wait, don't you get your life and your magic back when you gain a level? Yes, you do. But it takes so long to gain levels in this game. Yes, that's true. Um... Especially once you're like at a point where you are, where you probably over level, so now it takes like yeah. a eight to the to eight to the two to the thirty second power. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking experience. That's like a billion experience points. Let me not say two to thirty second. But then that I think about maybe I'm not over leveled because this game is so goddamn hard. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and- the thing is, like you. The thing that makes the game difficult, I think, is more along the lines of the amount of dexterity you need as opposed to the amount of uh, just sheer in-game physical power. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you could... If you were fucking solid... Well, I mean, this this goes for... This goes for any Zelda, really. But if I was going to say if you were fucking solid, you could, get, you could get by the game, like, without leveling, ever. Like if you were that good, if you were that skilled, if you yeah, if you if it, you could not get hit, yeah, <laughs> it's not like an RP like like a traditional turn based or like menu driven combat based RPG because I guess that's what we have to call that. That's the only way we can describe them now. Um, mm-hmm. But like like where where it's like no you you know a lot of it's based on your stats and, and leveling up, but still like oh my god, um, and I just remember like running away from most of the overall battles at a certain point and, and like saving my mental energy for like the palaces because at that point it's just like I can't I can't deal um, that's crazy I'm, I don't even remember these tectites but and, I'm assuming that you probably have to kill them with upper thrust I would guess so um, there's also like there are also like these eyeballs not the flying ones that just like fly left and right left and right left and right the ones that are like kind of slowly floating and then they whenever they're floating their eyes are closed and whenever they stop the eyes are open so like you you have to hit them when they're stopped but because because they they float at at very very subtle levels like your aim is like you only you can only hit high and low 
you can't hit like a little bit higher or a little bit lower or somewhere in the middle. It's only high or low. And if they're out of your line of, you know, s- strike, you're f- you can't hit them. Um, mm-hmm. So that's also proving hard. Those things hit you. They take off one box each. Um, God, what else? I I um I went into the forest and there are those floating eyes with the spiders that come down from the tree with the spiders that actually come off their webs and jump after you and I just died. <laughs> you know, I, I just died on the like I was on the subway and I was just like I, it, it, wh- wh- and game over. So you know, there's a question I would like to ask. There's an answer that I may this. like to give about this. Um, when it comes to playing Zelda 2 on the 3DS, yes. Uh, what is your preferred method of control? The neither. They both the suck. Because you know, I, I you know, I already don't like the D-pad on the 3DS. Um, and yeah. the circle pad is just not like I would never use any type of circle pad for any 2D game that's not Street Fighter 4. You know, it's right. just like, and that's not anything against the circle pad. It's it's simply the, the it's simply it's the how it is. Yeah, it's simply how it is with any analog device ta- when you're talking about a 2D game. Um, and, like, the only thing that I guess... The only other thing that I think I, I can live with is, like, Pac-Man DX. Uh, sorry, Pac-Man CE. Because of the fact that, like, first of all, the 360 D-pad already sucks. Mm-hmm. And second of all, like, because you're, you're, you know, at any given point in time until you come out to come to a corner... Or in an intersection in Pac-Man, you can only move one or two directions anyway, so it's fine. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, otherwise, like I'm not gonna play freaking. Um, I'm not gonna play a non-Zangief character with an analog stick. I'm certainly not gonna try to play Mortal Kombat with an analog stick. Ooh, um, ooh. Um, not Zelda Two, like not a 2D Mario Brothers game. So yeah, I mean, the, but that the, the, the sucks because it leaves me with a D-pad that has very little throw to it, you know. And it just it doesn't yeah, feel it good. Hurts like my thumb to press it and play games sometimes because of the angle at which I have to yeah. hold it. Yeah, I really that uh, I was gonna say. I wonder if the stupid attachment for the second circle pad would remedy that because it gives you more to hold on to. I guess, but your thumb is still your th- your thumb still has to contend with the fact that the the actual button doesn't squish very far. You know, yes, that's true too. And and and, and also and that is pointed down. Yeah. Oh God. And I really, I really, really miss the um the the DS Lite D pad. I think that was the best DS D pad. In fact, I think that yeah, I haven't. I don't even know what it is. That like... that and the Game Boy Micro D pad are the best Nintendo D pads that I've used. Um, better than the SNES one. Better than the original NES one. Uh, I'd have to feel the Wii control again slightly. Uh, significantly, I, I, significantly slightly. That's a huge difference. Noticeably better than the Wii than the Wii D pad. Um, I will say that the classic controller D pad is pretty close. Um, but like, yeah, I, I don't know why they keep on fucking changing them up. It's just like, just use the same one. Those were the best ones on the DS Lite and the, and the Game Boy Micro. Um, the mm-hmm. the easiest way to remember, I think, if you remember how the original Game Boy Advance, how that D pad felt, not in terms of like. Um, the shape and the ridges on it, but just the throw, like the distance between when you pu- when you put your thumb in it and when you actually push down, like the amount right, of right. distance that the button goes down. That's a similar sensation to what the the light and the Game Boy Micro are, and I thought those were perfect. And and th- this playing, oh god, it's oh, <laughs> it's oh. a pain, huh? Yeah, I- I'll tell you this: like literally, literally a, a pain, literally a pain. Yeah, like, my thumb hurts. That, that's the and thing. Like, like I can't really play it for that long. 
Am I crazy, or can you actually hear like the t the D pad like creaking or squeaking or whatever? I yeah, like, you, it, you you hear it go like, like it. yeah, it's like ugh, oh, yeah. awful. Um, Can't wait till yeah, that revision. Here's a quick aside. <laughs> here's a quick aside. I play Radiant Silver Gun on Xbox with the analog. Oh yeah, yeah. It actually feels good. I don't know why, but then again, I still well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I tried playing Ikaruga on XBLA with the analog stick. Uh, it was all right. I probably get that just regardless. I mean, yeah, no, just just you know, just even for I'll have the GameCube version just to play it online. I, I yeah, I sold away the GameCube version reluctantly, but because I, I I'm like I'm not gonna have two copies sitting around anymore. Like I'm past that phase, and also mm-hmm. like that awful IGN quote on the front of the box. I'd just rather not have a box, so I'm like fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Our frothing demand for this game. Thanks. Um, but yeah, like, uh, I, 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 I guess, well, see, I have a new Xbox 360 controller, and the D-pad feels pretty decent, so I think I'm gonna just be fine with Radiant Silvergun on D-pad. Um, okay. But speaking of shooters and 3DS and all that shit, I downloaded Twin B 3D Remake. Oh, you did? And so you it is somewhat it. disappointing. Ah, in awesome. terms of the 3D, because when I played Xevious in 3D, that really popped. I mean, it that sure did it popped that, a little too much. Yeah, almost too much. But that that really popped, and so like you really felt like you got something out of it. Um, Excite Bike really pops, and also just like has that added like, yo, you can see the sky now, and you can see the grants. St- you can see like the 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 stands where the people are are watching. That was really cool. Uh, let's not talk about Urban Champion. I mean, it looks cool from the screenshots. Uh, just don't want to ever play it, so I didn't buy it. <laughs> but this one, like Twinbee, like Twinbee doesn't. It, it doesn't feel like it pops. It certainly pops when you turn it off and then compare it. But then right. once you once you kind of get into it, it it's like it doesn't really. It's not there anymore, um, and it kind of stinks. But I mean, gameplay wise, it's Twinbee. It's fine. It's a shmup. It's great. But you know, is it just me or are like are are, are Zevius and Twinbee like the fucking same except one is a B, which is totally false. But like one is cartoon, you know? Because like they both, I don't they, know. They both got the the regular gun and like the bomb thing, and then like don't they both mm-hmm. have power ups that you shoot to? I don't even think that Zevius has a power. up Okay, then I'm wrong. Um, I heard that. Um, well, I heard, but I was reading on Kotaku that um someone had said that. On Twitter to Steven Tatillo, that Twin B is like a shoot 'em up for women, like kind of like it's easy. <laughs> um, being that you've experienced, I haven't bought it yet because uh, I just I actually just turned on my 3ds today to give Edu my 3ds number and to check out the the Blue Man Group videos on Nintendo Video, mm. uh, which I, I happen to enjoy those Blue Man Group videos. Um, the I haven't been able to. Well, I haven't gotten to the eShop to actually buy it. I, I really do want to buy it, but at the same time, like I have Detana Twin B for PlayStation. I haven't even played that yet. That's supposed to be like the third Twin B game, and then it's popping Twin B for Super Nintendo, which you know no one in in this country has quote unquote legally played. <laughs> popping, but let's not go there. Um, I was going to ask you. Yeah. Does it feel easy like that? Like, does it feel like, oh, it's a shooter light? Well, what I would say is... No, uh, that's mean. Um, <laughs> I mean, I died on the second stage. I wasn't really playing carefully. Um, it. I mean, okay, so 
it doesn't get crowded with bullets. Um, well, n- neither does Xavius, but I can't really get that far in Xavius either. Well, not I. I well, uh, when I say it doesn't get crowded with bullets, I'm I'm talking about on a level far less than our current day bullet hell shooters. I mean, for back in the day. Oh, it's not a cave shooter, obviously. <laughs> a cave? Huh? You don't know about cave shooters? Like, um, I probably do. Uh, I just shoot. I'm just not familiar with the term. Oh, cave is a company that pretty much only makes shooters, and oh. Their shooters are just like ridiculous. Um, there's a famous one. Oh gosh, let's see. Cave shooter. De- well, there's Death Smiles, but that's a side scroller. Uh, Dodonpachi. Oh, Dodonpachi. Okay. Um, but there's another one that it really is famous for. There's Dodonpachi. Dodonpachi. Uh, do 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 I like do 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 do. Espaluda. <laughs> How do you put a P and a G right next to each other? I guess it's Espagaluda. Espagaluda. Oh, Mushihime-sama. There's uh, Mushihime-sama Futari. Those are like the, the stupid hard games. Those are the like the stupid hard games. <laughs> stupid hard games. Um, let's see. They don't have a screenshot of it on Wikipedia, but... Yeah, I mean, like... Twi- that's so, a ridiculous yeah. game. So Twinbee is just waves and waves, like waves coming in from the left, waves coming in from the right, waves coming in from the left, waves coming in from the right, and then occasionally something will like sneak up and hit you in the ass. And that's that's how I died the first time. And then like I just got overzealous because I was like, okay, I want to I want to pick up these bonuses and and all that shit. And like I, I got like I said, I got overzealous and I crashed into enemies. But like I think if I if I played that carefully, it would probably be a little boring. Um, so I don't know. I guess I'd also have to go back to Xevious and see how that plays too, because mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I never get very far in those. Like, it's funny. Like, I managed to get farther or further, really, in more difficult shooters. I guess because I care more. If that makes any sense. Like Ooh. Radiant Silvergun, I give a shit about doing well and seeing the whole game as best as I can. Ikaruga, same thing. You know, I, I like. I want to get there's, the chance. I think there's a certain kind of, like, I don't know if it's an emotional attachment or something, but I feel the same way. Like, I really get upset if I can't get far. Like, for example, like, I'm not upset, but I feel like I need to get better at Radiant Silvergun because I can't pass stage 3A. I mean, right. you know, stage 3A is the first stage. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm like, oh it's wow, you're getting to stage like, oh wow, he's getting up to the third level. That's not bad. Oh wait, that's the first level. <laughs> yeah, um, and you know, I want to play it the way that it's supposed to be played. So you know, I don't shoot everything. I go for chains, and, and I, I kind of oh. mess up. Like I don't really know all of the chains, so I'm like, oh, I messed up the chains. That's all right. I'll start it over, and then you know, I crash into the wall sometimes, and I laugh. And I don't get frustrated at the game. That's thing because. You know, I haven't played in such a long time. It's not like I'm supposed to know what I'm supposed to do and I'm just fucking up. So, you know, it's fun to fuck up right now. Right. I guess this brings us into the Radiant Silvergun section because uh, what I was going to say is that I never played Radiant Silvergun the right way. I played it as a straight-up shmup with awesome weapons. So, like, mm-hmm. because I, I, like, to me it was like, okay, I got red, I got yellow, I got blue, I got all these different weapons. I got to play at the, like, like, do I really have to sit here and chain this? You know what? Fuck it. I'm saving the chains for Ikaruga where it's just, like, you know, black and white. Um, mm-hmm. 
where it was a little bit easier to handle, you know what I mean? And then, you know, there's a certain point in Ikaruga where I just didn't play it the right way anymore because I'm just like, I can't figure these patterns out. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, like, I got to play it like a shmup first and then I'll play it like fucking, you know, how they intended you to play it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, here's another example, like, uh, about the whole, like, caring thing. Gradius Collection for PSP. All the other Gradius games in Life Force and all that shit that I'm playing. Okay, doo 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 Oh, I died. doo 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 Oh, I died. Okay, fine. This game is hard. I'll play another Gradius game. Gradius 5 for PS2 is always like, okay, okay, I gotta practice. You need some practice. I gotta get to this part. <laughs> this is what you do here. And, like, I gotta memorize this. And I gotta do it the right way. And I gotta really, like, take advantage of the fact that, like, your ship... Your your collision detection is only one pixel, and be very careful with this. And here's where I got it. I need to have four speed boosts. I need to use this option. I need to use the analytic this way. Da, 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 da. All the other greatest games, just like, oops, I died. No n- no harm, no foul. Um, and I wonder if that's maybe a side effect of like the older the older shmups being very 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 similar to each other, and the newer ones being different enough that they feel like vastly different experiences and unique games. You know, it's kind of like um it's kind of like retreading all the old FPSs on Steam and being like, "Oh, look, Hexen, blah 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 blah. blah. Oh, look, Wolfenstein, blah blah blah, whatever." Um <laughs> and then like you come to um well, I don't know if this is a great example, but I was going to say like Quake 1, whatever, Quake 2, whatever, Quake 3, it's kind of different but still whatever. But then you come to something like Deus Ex the, no, not a good example because it's not a first-person shooter. So never mind. But right. um, I don't know. And like, it's kind of like that. I, I feel like it's kind of like all, also one of those things where you have so many games that you kind of feel like you have to. You can't spend so much time on on, on trying to perfect one thing. Um, like back in the day when not even when all you had was one game at a time, but like when you only had a few games. Um, you wanted to you wanted to spend the time and like really get your money's worth out of those games, um, regardless of whether and, and I think you've you've said this many times like regardless of whether or not you actually like the game that much, you know you still want to master it. Now it's like you have to really really well, for me, I have to really really like get sucked in by a game in order to continue playing it that much, and that has nothing necessarily to do with the quality of the game either. You know, like we're sitting here, look, I'm sitting here looking at Phantom Hourglass in my fucking case, uh, in my fucking bookshelf. And I know that's a high quality game, but yet just for the nature of it, like having to get into it and all that stuff and, and, you know, getting ready to go through like the typical Zelda, you know, opening tutorial scenes and like story exposition and like all that stuff. Just like, you know what? I, you know, I've got fucking um, Zelda 2 here. That's really just pick up and go. And it's a nostalgic game for me, and like I'm already way into it, so let me just go and do that, you know. So I don't know what I'm trying to say. I guess I'm trying to say <laughs> I have too many games, and I need to sell them. Um, oh, you know what? Before we even go to the rating silver gun thing, let me talk a little bit about Shin Megami Tensei Devil Survivor Overclocked, which I did manage to snag uh, from GameStop. Uh, it's kind of rare now, kind of I say, because Amazon, like you're only getting like uh, auctioners who are selling them off, but. Mm-hmm. You could try looking up the store locator, anybody listening who's still interested. You could try looking it up on, on GameStop store locator. They should have maybe a scant few copies here and there. Um, it's Atlas, so you never know if they're going to do a second run or if they're just going to be like, yo, haha, you missed it. Fuck you. Yeah, they're probably going to go, yo, haha, you missed it. So I don't know. 
But um, I I played it for um, I want to say maybe half an hour, and mm-hmm. there was no gameplay. Oh yeah, I heard it was like forty minutes or something like that before you get into gameplay. Kind of like Grandia. Yeah. Dialogue, 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 voice acting, dialogue, 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 dialogue. Um, actually, there was gameplay. I did get to explore. And exploring was kind of like the Phoenix Wright menu system where you say, okay, I want to go here. Mm. And once you're there, you have options like talk, explore, um, uh, and leave. <laughs> so, like, I went to all these locations, and I hit, like, this is this takes place in Tokyo, in modern-day Tokyo, or future Tokyo, or whatever. And it was like, go to Shibuya, explore. There are many people here hanging out. Talk. That's it? Wow. I can't Thanks. believe school is almost starting. Talk to your party member. He said we should meet him over there by the gate, but we don't We don't have to be there yet. Let's go kill our time somewhere else. And I'm like, I'm fucking killing my time right now. I'm trying to explore. <laughs> but all it does is give me text. Like, what is the deal? So, uh, you know, I, I guess I have to sit through that punishment for a while. Um... Until I actually get to some gameplay, the, there I believe that the original version on the DS did not have full voice acting. I could be wrong, but this one has full voice acting, and it's your typical decent. And when I say decent, I mean decent for anime. Like typical decent voice acting. Like, like hey, you got a guy that talks like this, huh? That's really funny. You know things like that. Um, yeah. So it's it's way better than like Resident Evil. Oh gosh. But it's you know it's one of those things where you're still just like. Can I just fucking turn on the Japanese dialogue, please? Uh, and unfortunately, there is no Japanese option, so... Right. You know. But, um, yeah, it, at, at best, it's inoffensive. So, I mean, that, there's that. You know, it's again, it's not, like, super It's not Lux bad. Payne. Well, then Lux Payne doesn't have voice Lux acting. Lux Payne didn't have the voice acting, yeah. Right. Lux Payne was just offensive. The existence of Lux Payne was just offensive. Not, you know, forget about, like, <laughs> voice acting or anything. But, like, uh, I, I think uh, I would compare it to... Suikoden Tear Christ, except for the fact that Suikoden's quality of voice acting was a little would be a little bit better than this game's voice acting if you took all the voices and maybe slowed them down by like ten percent. Because I don't know if you remember what my impressions <laughs> from that game were, but like every time every character was talking, they talked like they were talking really fast, and it's like they, they really wanted to con- conserve the space racing. on DS card. Yeah, it was like speed racers. It was really fast because when they were talking, it was like, oh, DS DS cards can't hold that much memory, <laughs> so they have to really compress the voices so that you. So yeah, instead of lowering the quality of the voice, it was like, yo, instead of taking 10 seconds to say this line, how about you take six? Oh, shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, so I can't say anything else about Overclock because there's no fucking gameplay. Um, oh, I, I can say about uh, about usability. Like, I was disappointed in the fact that, like, so you get a DS-like contraption as... It kind of like Trace Memory, where, like, the kind of PDA that you're carrying is an old DS fat. Like, in okay. this game, the DS, uh, the, the DS, the kind of, like, PDA computer device that you're carrying around is, well, in this case, it's a 3DS. I think in, in the DS version, obviously, it would have been a DS or maybe a DSi XL or a DSi mm-hmm. or something. And um, so when you, you use it, because... You know, it's your subscreen for saving and all that stuff, and your item management, and da 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 da. And there are some screens where, like, it has a battery signal and like an email icon notification. You know, to simulate like today's cell phones and shit like that, right? And of some of the screens have a touch pen icon. Some of them do not, which means that on some of the screens you can 
use the stylus to like choose your menu options, and some of them you can't. What? And I'm just like, why don't you just make the entire thing touch sensitive? Like, yeah, why? Or, or none of it. Or none of it, right? It, well, but I mean, like, this is a DS game. It wasn't even a ported GBA game. It's a DS game. I think they should make. Yeah. Like, I, I think Nintendo should enact a standard whereby any menu choices that take place on the bottom screen should also be touch sensitive if you wanted to be. Like, why? Why? It that's so confusing. Standard. It is so confusing and like annoying because I just want to tap on things. I just want to tap that ass. I just want to tap on things and, and like, you can't. yeah, exactly. It's just like, uh, what? So I don't know. Um, but that's overclocked. It sounds like it sucks. But remember, I'm only half an hour in and I haven't gotten the gameplay, and I'm just grousing. So mm-hmm. anyway, back to Radiant Silver Gun after these messages. We're back with our Silver Guns of Radiance, because that game is awesome, and, you know, I know people are like, I don't get the big deal about this game, go fucking take a pee in your cup and drink it, shut up, go away. You, you, don't, you don't need to listen to this then, because you suck, and we don't, yeah. So yeah, uh, we're going to start off with, with level 3 of the game, which you can't pass. Oh wait, that's the first level, why can't you pass it? Uh... I thought because you could like it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I seem, I well, seem to remember you being pretty adept at that on the on the Saturn version, unless I'm remembering wrong. Maybe it was back then, uh, or maybe it's I, I don't know. I'll tell maybe, you this much. Yeah. Hmm? I was um, gonna say maybe it's because I, you're trying to play it the right way now with like chains and everything. Yeah, it could be. It could be because I was just really tired, you know, from having driven three hours and. Oh, gross. Change, you know, from Pennsylvania, and I get home, and I think it, it might have been during halftime through the game. Uh, I was watching a football game, and I think I downloaded and played it then in that, you know, brief time. But I just feel like um, I could pass the first boss, but the problem with the first boss is that um, I can't ever... Like, I know there's something with that first boss where it just kind of, like, overloads itself really fast, so you have to kill it really fast. Okay. Um, and it's got these little missile batteries on the side of it, so you you have to like get to those before it destroys itself, uh, so you can get hundred percent destruction. <clears throat> and you know, I'm you know, I'm of course a crazy, crazy, stupid, crazy guy. So oh yeah, you want to fucking you want to fucking kill the boss like that. Right. Th- that's the one thing like about Ikaruga that both like that I liked and I hated is like because the boss would fly away. After a certain amount of time, you really had to think about how to take it down the, the, the in the fastest way possible, and that was fun. But mm-hmm. what wasn't fun was the fact that the bosses fly away eventually. It's just like, <laughs> no, 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 get your ass back here. Either I'm gonna go out in flames, or I'm going to destroy you. Come back, come, come back. Oh no, no. All right, bye. 
I guess I'll see you on my next playthrough when I die. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Jerk. Um, well, let's see. I can pass that boss, of course, because he kills himself in like five seconds anyway. Um, and I get to the next boss, which is like the four-part blue boss or five-part blue boss. And I can completely destroy that. So I got the achievement for 100% destruction on that one. That one's cake. Um, then I get up to... I don't even know if I make it to the third boss, which I think is the final boss of that area. Um, when I kind of like lose all my lives and all my continues on regular mode. And, you know, they have regular mode and they have story mode. And story mode where, you know, you actually get to understand what's going on in the game. Uh, although, you know, it's in Japanese with subtitles. Mm-hmm. Um, you you can kind of play through that. But the problem with story mode is it is three lives. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> no continues. Like, no continues, right. And with cutscenes, you know, that, that means you have to be good. But there are cutscenes, and there's you know little like um, animations and stuff with people talking, so you can understand why you're playing the game. Oh, 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 uh, oh, oh! <laughs> the other thing, the other thing. If I'm not mistaken, um, in story mode, when your weapons level up, they stay leveled up. So if you start, if you do story mode and you get your ass kicked. But your 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 primary weapon or your first weapon gain gets up to level three. When you start story mode again, you should start off with that weapon at level three. Yeah, you can save that progress, and that's probably why they don't give you continues because you could just rip through the game eventually when you're like powered probably. up. Probably, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, now uh, what was I going to say? Oh, one thing that I felt was like really silly, um, and I, I don't I don't know why they did this, but they made it. Um, have you ever let the game sit and just go into like a track mode? Uh, on the in Saturn, Xbox. I don't think I ever did. I, I don't have it on Xbox. Not, not on the Saturn. On, oh, oh, you haven't played on Xbox yet? No, I have not. Oh, okay, well, I'll tell you. Yes! They Well, first off, in Saturn, they have an FMV that they play. Yep. They don't have that FMV on the Xbox version, which I was a little upset about. Oh. Because it wasn't that long. And what they did was they condensed it to a bunch of still scenes with a scrolling text that describes the story, which uh. works as well because, I mean, I, I guess there's less effort to do that than it is to translate the Japanese of the FMV and put subtitles in. Right. But they did that for the story sequences of the game. Anyway, um, I feel like they should have done a better job with the scrolling text because, A, the scrolling text is white. And you can't read it half the time. Second, the scrolling text scrolls by way too fast. And third, there are a couple of spelling errors in there, which... Oh, no! They... they, they, I think it was like Android or something like that. They they spelled it right the first time. And then they spelled it, yeah, with the O and the I reversed the second time. I forget what the word was. I'm not sure if it was Android. But it was like a word that they had twice. And the first time... It was spelled right. The second time it was spelled wrong. And then there was another word that they forgot to put the space in between that word and the next word. And <laughs> it was just ridiculous. So, um, uh, you know, going through that was, like, crazy. But I did, like, the the main attract mode where they show you the game. And the person who's playing the game in attract mode actually knows how to play the fucking game. Like, they play uh, red chain mode and they... They, they kind of show you some of the things that you kind of have to do in order to get a maximum amount of points in the game. Uh, although they don't beat the first boss 
wicked total destruction that that boss still does self destruction. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta read up on how to beat that boss without it, uh, like completely before it kills itself. Um, and I, I like the different strategies that you can do in order to get points. Like, you know, you can either aim for getting one color the whole time or one color most of the time, switching off on the colors, or you can do the secret red, blue, yellow, uh, and you get like a 10,000 point bonus for every time you do red, blue, yellow. Um, oh, in that order, red, blue, yellow, red, no, blue, yellow. No, not that order, but you do one of each color as opposed to uh, three of the same color. Right, so that's what I mean. yellow, red, blue, yellow, blue, red, red, blue, yellow. Oh, oh, oh it's, yeah. so it doesn't have to be red, blue, yellow. It just has to be one, right, one, that's what one. I'm saying. It just has to be one of each. So can you do uh, can you do like red, blue, yellow, then yellow, red, blue, then yellow, blue, red, and still get the bonus mm-hmm. for that? Okay. Yes. You just have to, you know, the, the, the chain gauge. Like, the screen, first off, uh, in the Xbox version, is cool in that you can adjust the size of the screen. And right. Oh, you can the, do that with the, the Uruga, too. and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh, okay. Um, and then there's, like, a HUD now on the, um, on the, in the game where it shows you the, well, I don't know if that was in Radiant Silvergun, where they show you the status of your chain, like, um, I think maybe that is. Where if you blow up like a red, it a little red uh, cube or whatever, like a a gem goes into the slot, and then if you kill another one, the second one goes in, and then when the third one comes in, it clears out. I'm not really sure if uh, that was in the original game or not. And then they show uh, you how far. No, I you... don't think so. I don't think they had yeah, any HUD elements that. like that. If if I'm recalling correctly, they don't they didn't have any elements like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also on that same bar they have your score, and then they also have how many lives you have. Uh, in addition, they have a gauge that shows you how far along you are in your weapon levels and what level they are. I thought that was cool too. Mm. Um, and you know, I mean, I, I I played it for a little bit, and I. I just tried to get some of the achievements because achievements are like some of them are really easy. You can like upload a score to the leaderboard, <laughs> and right. um, you know get the merry bonus, which uh, merry. I, I forget where the merries are, but I did. I did remember where the one merry was in um three A in three A. That's the only and one so I, I know. That. That's the only one I know, and I probably forgot yeah. where it is at this point. It's in this, the 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 diagonal um what you call it. The diagonal wall area where it starts to go, um, you know, the walls. Oh, yeah, where, where I died when I was drunk three times in up. a row. <laughs> oh, you had to give a video on if anybody, re- If anybody still goes to the fucking website that we haven't updated in like a year, like if you go to the Radiant <laughs> Silver Gun page, um, I think it's either in the review or the first impression, and you go to media, there's a video of me playing it, and wh- while I'm playing that, I, I was pretty drunk. And I thought I was doing fairly well up until that diagonal wall part that we're just talking about right now. And I died like two or three times in a row in that area. So I was like, all right, I need to go to sleep. Um, (laughs) In fact, let me see. Um, This is the era before we knew how to embed videos, so it's all just download. Uh, Yeah. Let's see. Trigons.net. Radiant Silver Gun. Radiant Silver Gun. Uh, News updates. Articles, game reviews. Is it in the FIMP? Uh, is it in the review? Media. Yeah, word to the wise: don't play this game drunk. Uh, I'm gonna be stupid and watch it now, just because I'm. I, I don't remember <laughs> how terrible this was that I played. Um, 
Wow, this is an MPEG format. This is so old. Oh my god. Uh, where did it save? Oh, here we go. Drunk, <laughs> and the video file is called drunk underscore rsg dot mpeg. Let's see. Let me turn down the volume. This is going to burn my ears, I bet. Back when I had a, a, a video card that could record TV input, mind you. Yeah, I'm on stage 3C. Ah, uh, 3C, okay. Well, I'm, okay. I thought I probably am past 3A. I just you just meant stage, stage 3. Stage, stage, yeah, stage oh, 3. I died there. Yeah. Okay, so I'm doing all right here. I'm swiping the bullets, and I'm all like, yeah, I used a fucking gigantic sword because I'm drunk. Oh, and I just flew into the wall. That's that's what it was. I flew into the wall once, <laughs> and and then I think like I just flew right into a bullet that was like really easy to avoid. We're about to find out here. Yep, did it again. Um, and I came back, and I think I'm about to hit this wall. No, I'm not. This is very bad play by play. I wish I were drunk while oh, I was oh, in the play by play. Oh. Then it'd be much more entertaining. Um, <laughs> and then I died again. Oh, I think I said. You know why I was able to get far in this game is because I gave myself like ten lives in the options. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I refuse to do stuff like that. I, I always play three lives, three continues. Fuck that shit. And this game's too hard for that. Yeah, I know. I just feel like a pussy if I go like seven lives or ten lives. You can do that on the menu, of course. Well, this is a pussy game, so I'm fine with that. Oh, Perfectly man. fine with that. Um, but yeah, so this never came out in America, um, and it finally has. What? <laughs> It's really funny. Every every time like someone mentions about this coming out, they're like, "What do you think is going to happen to the aftermarket for not the aftermarket, but the market for like importing this game?" And I'm just like, "Dude, it's 250 bucks. That's what people are trying to sell it for or some shit. If mm-hmm. people wanted it, they would have already had it." Very true. Like by this point, like most of the people who have bought it are reselling it. So, it it's almost like a revolving door type of market. Right. Um, but yeah, like I I remember, like, having no conception of what this was, and then, like, finally playing it on the Saturn and going, like, why don't we have... No, 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 no. It was, like, you showed me, like, Mars Matrix on Dreamcast. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. Like, I really like this game. And then um, you were telling me, you're like, Radiant Silvergun is like that. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then you're like, Radiant Silvergun is also made by Treasure. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and so then I'm like, all right, well, I never really got to play it, but I played... I ended up playing Ikaruga on your Dreamcast because you had the Dreamcast copy, right? Um, yeah, I had um, borrowed the Dreamcast one Oh, you from borrowed it, okay. Mike's brother, yeah. Master Mike. Um, but yeah, I, I, I played that and I was like, this is fucking insane. And then I finally obtained... Radi- oh, excuse me. I am uh, I, I picked a scab. Not smart. Don't do that. Um, kids, you don't do, pick your uh... scabs. Um, and I was just floored. I was like... You know, these are the types of games that I want for them to come out in America um, in terms of just, like... Because I, I felt like at the time, like, skill-based gaming was just going way down the tubes. Like, as it became more and more mainstream and, and like, m- mainstream brand name-driven. You know what I mean? Like, all that shit went to the wayside. And then, like, you had things like God of War 2, which... which God of War and God of War 2, which were awesome... But, like, not really that difficult, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And obviously people like those games more than they like Ninja Gaiden because Ninja Gaiden was hard, you know? Um, yeah. So I'm just, like, I really miss having these types of, like, old-school, like, shooters that really kicked your ass. Um, and I think... I can't remember what happened first 
us actually like being able to play Radiant Silvergun on a regular basis or Gradius Five. Uh, but I, Radiant Silvergun on a regular basis. Yeah, I mean, on like, a somewhat regular basis. Well, you played it on better, more regular basis than me. Right, I guess. Radiant so. Five uh, happened after that. Like I, I just don't remember when I ended up. Uh, you know what? I can tell right now. You know why? Okay. Because I wrote a freaking first impression of it. Ah, time stamps. There is no date stamp. Oh, fantastic. I, I would have to go in the <laughs> database and look it up, and I don't want to do that right now. Um, where is the review date stamp? God damn it. Oh, that sucks. Oh, that's not good. Oh, no, here we go. Yeah, the, the news article has it. Uh, I, I put a news article... Up just for the occasion during which I got Raiden Silvergun. I was like, I'm so happy I got it. I got to post a news post. <laughs> um, July of 2004. Gradius 5. Uh, Gradius 5, I posted the first impression in September of 2004. So, okay. But clearly, Radiant Silvergun begat, you know, my huge interest in Gradius 5. You know that well. Mm. I, okay, so there, yes, the treasure thing had something to do with it, but this was a treasure shmup once again. You know, um, that and Ikaruga, um, and what else is that? Like that. That's why I bought Chaos Field for the GameCube because it looked like a bullet hell thing. But right. I never played it. I never opened it, and I, I don't. I don't know if even, I still have what, it. I don't even know what that game is. Chaos. It's Field? like Chaos Field is like a. I think it's like a boss only bullet hell shooter for GameCube. Um, hmm. Let me see if... Boss I'm, only? I could be wrong, but I just know there were a lot of bullets on the back screenshot. And they were pink. <laughs> Chaos Field. Chaos Field for GameCube Phase 1. Okay, so it's... uh, This is a big enemy. This is a really big enemy. I really hope I didn't sell this game back now. Because I kind of want to play it. Even if <laughs> only... For, even only for... Like, if only for like two hours. Um, Yeah, it looks like a... a it looks like a boss only, like phase one, which I'm assuming is this, is the first stage. Like, there are four minutes of video. I fast forward to like the second minute, and this guy is still on that enemy, this gigantic enemy. So I guess it's a boss oh, only goodness. shooter. Um, so it's like alien soldier, except is a shooter. Shmup, yeah. Um, and I heard there was this indie game that was kind of like a bullet hell shooter in reverse, like where hmm? where you weren't the ship, you were the enemy. And what? you were trying to kill the ship. I could be wrong, but that's what it's. I, I, I'm, I'm not remembering the name of this game. Ryan Davis on Giant Bomb. He called. He was like, they called it a bullet heaven shooter, which sounds really corny, but this is why they call it that. So I was like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, I really. When did my bullet? I think. I really think it was Ikaruga that really, you know, put me on to this type of shooter because even though you showed me Mars Matrix, like. The thing that really got to me about Ikaruga, which obviously started with Raiden Silvergun, is the fact that your hit co- your your collision detection is like this tiny box. Mm, so yeah. you could like fly through all these little tiny waves of like these tiny little 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 passageways between all the bullets. And that to me was just like nuts. That was like fucking insane. I don't remember if we can do that on Mars Matrix. Um, um I believe so, um, but the box might have been might have been larger, right? I'm not sure. I, I haven't played it in a while, but that's definitely something that you know was adopted 
that's that's a Radiant Silver Gun thing. I, I don't right. know who um who did it first, but I know that Radiant Silver Gun is like probably the first game in my memory that had a, a hitbox that was inside the actual art, right? And not the actual art. Yeah, I I just remember like this is one of the things where you know a lot, and I said this at the outset. Like a lot of people are just like, "What's the big deal about it?" And I'll admit that I was never one of those people, so I was always kind of looking forward to it. Um, but I will say that, you know, when you get into that phase, you're also, you also have the potential of being let down even more, you know, if you play that and it's not what you expect it to be. Um, and I threw that shit in there, and I'm like, all right, I hope this is good, I hope this is good, I hope this is good. And, like, I think I, I think I, I'm pretty sure that throughout stage 3A, I was, I was Shaq face, like, throughout the entire thing. <laughs> Just mouth opening, and and I, I will admit uh, because a a lot of my emotional response to games, you know, aside from the gameplay, also comes from the music a lot, and and more so than the visuals. Like that soundtrack, to, the soundtrack to this game is incredibly like I'm not gonna say oh it's the best soundtrack out there, bleh. but like it's really unique. Like it's Sakimoto who also ended up doing Gradius Five. Um, mm-hmm. But it's uh, but but he does when Sakimoto does gradients gradients, god damn it! When Sakimoto does gradients five, he kind of adapts himself to that motif to like high tech you know space adventure motif. You know what I mean? And it, it's like you can still kind of hear some of his trademark um, sound, but it also sounds like you know okay, this is totally a, a space shmup thing. Um, and with Radiant Silver Gun, I feel like like that that first that first stage's music. I'm sorry, that third stage's music, three A, like that doesn't sound to me anything like I'm in a high tech spaceship like shooting down aliens and shit. If mm. if that makes any sense, like it doesn't sound anything like that. It sounds like an RPG. Um, like it sounds like uh, that's all I can think of. It sounds like some some kind of RPG music, you know, like um. I don't know a, a boss battle or 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 a or maybe a cutscene or something. I don't know, but it <laughs> like do, do you do you play it with the sound on? Like, do you remember what the Gradius? Uh, d- no, I'm talking Raising Silver Gun. Um, yeah, like uh, the, the the song you, you you're talking about the the quote unquote first stage song. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like yes. That, I, I that song makes me want a soundtrack. Yeah, it doesn't sound it, like to me. It doesn't sound anything like a like a shmup at all. Like none of the music in this game sounds shmuppy at all. Like it sounds, nope. and, and and perhaps it's because Sakimoto did the soundtrack for Tactics. It sounds like an SRPG. Um, yeah, it's got a lot of you know uh, symphonic elements into it. Like the the first what I mean, would you consider the first stage music like a fast waltz? I mean, I know it's not a three four. It isn't tempo. Three. It's a six eight. It's more oh like yeah, those, yeah not, right, not, right. But is it? But it isn't three. It isn't yeah. three. And it's just weird, like the the instrumentation that he uses. It's kind of like this is like a shmup with an orchestra, not with like a keyboard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that, that's what that's what's fascinating about that soundtrack to me. So as I'm sitting there dying, like literally, because like my ship keeps on crashing into shit, like I'm listening to this music, <laughs> like double double shack facing, and it's just. Like again, not the best that he's done. Maybe like certainly, certainly like all all the shit that he's done, I like a lot. Um, so I'm not saying it's the best, but it's it's very unique within the framework of what type of game they were making. Um, and I think with the with the kind of motif that they were trying to go for, it actually fits completely perfectly. Because um, like, isn't that I don't know? It's got some weird. Like I gotta go back because I remember there was a there was something called like 
the the Radiant Silvergun translation project, where they were just translating all of the sub uh, all of the, um, the cinematics and the storyline, so that you could understand what the fuck the game was about. And while I don't <laughs> remember any more exactly what it was about, it certainly seemed to fit like with the with the soundtrack and the and the vibe. Like it was very, it was less about like yo, there are these aliens, let's shoot them down, and more like there there's something there's something a little bit more existential to the storyline. Uh, well, uh, the, according to the storyline, yes, from the, the the Xbox version, time travel. Um, there is there was unearthed a robot. And the robot was identical to another robot that was already in service um, somewhere. Like basically, it's the robot that's on your ship, right? That that's little, like, little dicky thing, right? A little blue and yellow, like almost Kobun-looking robot. Yeah, yeah, that thing. And then at the same time, somewhere else on the Earth, they unearthed a stone-like object, and they were na- they were analyzing the stone-like object, and they put the two things together, and it created this reaction where, like, essentially. The stone-like object uh, annihilated the entire human race on the Earth. And um, the ship that you're on, the, the mothership that has all the little ships that you actually fly in the game, um, yeah. decides to come back to the Earth for a last-ditch kind of rescue, not rescue, but um, to try and defeat the stone-like to save the planet so that humanity can come back. Right. So it's more like a, you know a last-ditch survival slash rescue operation and you know you don't really see stuff on that kind of serious scale on a simple game as a shoot'em up a shoot'em up is usually like oh there are aliens attacking the 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 the, the fucking planet and go kill them before they kill you yeah well i thought like i kind of remember there being a little bit more to that like something involving time travel or something involving like you know like things coming full circle or something like that i could be wrong um, but I, I'm, I'm not. You should have not. Gonna go, no, that's not Ikaruga. Ikaruga. Well, Ikaruga's thing. Like, I mean, Ikaruga also involved the stone like. I think. Yes. Like the exact. That, I think it's the exact same stone like. Oh right, I don't right, know right, if right. Actually, destroy it. Destroy it in uh, Radiant Silver Gun. And that I, think, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you destroy it in Ikaruga, but not in Radiant Silver Gun. I need to go fucking read these stories. Like, it, th- this is the, you're right. This is what I'm talking about. It's like it's like what other shmup am I going to sit there and be like, oh, I, I like like our type. Okay, the Bido Empire. Yay, aliens. Yeah, Bido Empire is threatening. Kill them before they kill you. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Gradius. Um, uh, I don't remember what the name of the alien race was, but they're attacking. Kill them before they kill you. That story's written. Yeah. Even in um, something like Tiger Heli, uh, you know, Tiger some dudes Heli. that there's some dudes that's like attacking some other thing. Kill them before they kill you. Story's written. Write it off. Go ahead. Yeah, there's you know, and I think I think Ikaru kind of did that too with the soundtrack, where it it sounds um it, it sounds more a slightly more like a shoot 'em up type of thing, but um there's something very. And perhaps it's because there's a lot of like weird Buddhist poetry that's supposed to show up before every stage, which the GameCube version took out. <laughs> Thank you very much. Is that in the Xbox version? I believe it is. Ah, okay. Um, I believe it is. Like, I be- the, the the 360 version is like a very, very, very good like port where the GameCube version was just like, "Yo, you can still shoot shit. Oh, here, take it. Okay, we're gonna stop frothing mm. now. You know." But like yeah. there was like Buddhist poetry in the beginning, and then like I I, th- I feel like uh, the all of the kind of I mean and th- they had that you know the whole if you if you want to really really look into it and, and and let's be honest like I think 
we, or at least I'm like reading into this way too much for a shmup, but I don't care because like I th- I find it fascinating. Like you know, you could you could you could talk about the symbolism of the whole black and white paradigm in Ikaruga, like the whole fucking like yin yang and all that shit. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sure they make mention of some of that in the poetry that shows up on the screen. Um, but then like uh, there like the music kind of evokes a very maybe it doesn't evoke anything Buddhist. It just and I'm making it up, but it just it just sounds very different than what you'd expect from a fucking shmup. Like it, it just does. Um, and and you compare those two game soundtracks to something like Gradius, which is again still a great soundtrack, still Sakimoto. But and you can see like okay, this is cl- Gradius is clearly like shmup. Like yo, shoot shit, and this music is like digital and technological and sounds like a robot and stuff. And maybe there's like a church bell in there because it's Sakimoto and he has to put a church bell in every one of his songs. But otherwise, <laughs> you know, it's techno, not techno, but like I don't know. Um, and I, I guess that's, I guess maybe that's a bit unfair to the gameplay to say that it's really the music that sucked me in, um, that that really kind of like shack faced me for. For Ikaruga and and Radiant Silvergun, but hey, guess what? Yo, I'm reading while you're saying this. I'm I'm reading, listening at the same time. Um, there's a website about Radiant Silvergun and the translation. I guess this is uh like a the the guy who did the the translation way back when. Yeah, uh, in '04. Uh, he's basically like kind of writing a summation of the game, and he says, <clears throat> "Be it the hidden message for the sake of humanity, or." by getting blown away for the artistic mammoth that it is. People have never, in caps, forgotten the experience this game has given them. This is in no small part due to the deeply moving orchestral score which accompanies these events created by composer Hitoshi Sakamoto. Yep, I got sucked in. <laughs> yep. That, 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 I just wanted to chime in because I read that at the exact same time you were talking that about it. That I said it, yeah. That, that happens to me a lot. Like I, I've made no secret about that Like during the past, you know, during the life of this podcast. Like, it, a lot of the times, it's the music that gets me, and I really have to be careful when, like, I review a game or I play it to not sit there and be like, "Yo, this shit is awesome," and then like I play it on mute and then be like, "Yo, this shit is mediocre," you know? <laughs> and, and and it's like, like Halo, for example, I don't like that game that much. I don't dislike it, but I don't think it's as great as everyone says it is. But I will admit that while I was playing it. Like, I got sucked in by the fucking music. Like, I was like, the reason why I'm continuing to play is because this music has given me an adrenaline boost, and I want to, like, charge and, like, beat the crap out of these guys. And awesome. And then the library came. And I'm just <laughs> and like... Awesome. And then I was like, the library, hallway, after hallway, after hallway. This is not fun. And it didn't help that the music was actually at its low point at that point in the game. <laughs> Um, but like, yeah, I play that game on mute. It's just like, nope, not doing it for me. I turn the music up and I'm like, oh, Gregorian chant. It's awesome. You know, like, like that was, that, that is a soundtrack that I own. I I own the soundtrack to a game that I don't like. But it's got good ass music. There you go. It's got great music, you know? Um, but yeah, so I, you know, that, and, and I guess that is my most, um, my my most vivid memory of Radiant Silver Gun is maybe fifteen seconds in to three A, like not not I'm sorry not fifteen seconds in but like what you know how it's three A you start out and the, like the background's the sky yeah and then eventually you start entering the fortress where the wall starts slanting like yes 
it's at that point that like I remember the most vividly because that's kind of like when like when you re- when the game is like okay you're not just floating in the sky anymore you're like in this big ass thing and the the music starts picking up in a very certain way not getting faster not getting louder but like the the um the melody just you know really starts to separate itself from yo this is a shmup into I don't know what the fuck this is but <laughs> The music is gonna sound like this because I said so, and I'm awesome, and I should do more soundtracks. I, I I'm trying to remember what the last thing he did, but anyway, you are I am English. This thing, yeah, it's the story. It is the story. English. It, I'm, in I'm English. looking at an English translation of the opening FMV. Right this now. is the site. This is the site. Yep. That that it's I done. went to all that long time ago. Oh, it was finished when it I went either. there. Oh, it was. It was finished when I went there. I just I just never got to the end of it, and I don't re- remember it at all. Um, but See, encounter- all of this stuff here in Yo, the yo, Al, Al Be mm-hmm. attitude for gains, okay? Be attitude for gains Be attitude for fucking gains Now, let me tell you All this stuff here that's in like Scene uh, 1 and 2 yeah. It's all like paraphrased in, um, in that intro Like, these scenes are some, some of the stills from these scenes Are in the Xbox version And it's not the FMV Which kind of sucks it should be right. F and FMV. I know. I mean, it looks like it's a really long opening, and it probably would have cost a lot of money to... Oh, but wait a minute. Are these... Right, I remember this. These were actually, um, like, scenes to the game, no? The What, the, the FMV? Like, in between the levels, or was this all yes. the intro? No, 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 I think I think, I think there are some... I, I, you know, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh no no no! This is definitely all the intro, because uh, at the end it says Western Calendar twenty five twenty July the fourteenth. On that day, the world collapsed, leaving the four of us human beings and one robonoid behind. That was when Robo. the stone like annihilated the human race, and then that starts out is like shit. They're coming after us. Uh, well then, should we get going? And he goes, so we're really gonna fight, the little girl? And he's like, oh, I'll trash the shit out of, I, oh, I'll trash the shit out of him for pops. And then he flies off, and they're like, oh, he's gone. And then they start stage three A, and then they start talking. Yeah. On the thirteenth day of July, twenty five twenty one A.D. Western calendar, it was almost exactly one year after that fateful day. Ships, energy, and food stock were. They have this on. I think it's subtitled in the story mode. I'm not. Yeah, sure. they should. That I believe it is subtitled. Um, because I was watching a quick look at this on 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 the giant bomb 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 boom ba bomb bomb, and like it, it was showing the FMV and it was showing the subtitles, and they're like, okay, we don't want to watch, we want to play, and so they skipped mm-hmm. it. But it's there. Um, be attitude for gains. Be attitude for gains. What well, what's the one for Ikaruga? Um, Something regret. One? I don't remember. I because I only thing I remember about Ikaruga the boss fights is that the the machine just goes on. It's like Butsu Tekai. What was that? That's the only word I could tell. The Butsu Tekai. What was that whole thing? I didn't hear you. Can you say that again, please? Nope. You're gonna have to run it back next time. Fuck your face. You I little bitch. That. That's what Guy says later on. <laughs> you little bitch. Um, Dude, there's like, wait, 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 wait. There yes. are five parts to stage three. Stage 3A through E. And I've made it up to 3C. Three this is going to be great. <laughs> oh, no refuge. That's what it was. Oh, yes, yes. No yes, refuge. No refuge. From, from what? What? No refuge. None whatsoever. None. I'm trying to like race through this story because I want to see if there's time travel in it, and I don't think there is. But 
there might be main story. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Um, oh, wait, uh-huh. I'll, I'll I'll scroll through it real quick because I know it's like stupid long. I'm, I'm not halfway through it. It's really well. Long. Stage two happens a year beforehand. Stage two happens in twenty five twenty seven fourteen, whereas stage three happens in twenty five twenty one seven thirteen. Yeah, and then stage four happens in da 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 twenty five twenty one. It's back in the present day, and oh. stage four is that. Yeah, so stage confusing. What's going on? It's so confusing. And there's five parts to stage four. Stage five is the headquarters is still present day, and that's the last boss in it. I, you know what? This is awesome, but I really just want someone to put it in paragraphs for me. <laughs> That's all I want to do because the game is out of order. It's like pulp fucking fiction in Japanese, <laughs> like a Viet Cong sitting in a bowl of rice or something. Whatever he said, whatever fucking Ving Rhames' character said, yeah, whatever, something like that. Anyway, um, oh, stage one happens one hundred thousand BC. <laughs> that's Wait. the that's the final boss fight. That's yeah, stage 1 happens then and like because you travel back in time to try to beat the thing. Yeah. And you don't and you get knocked the fuck out and you die and like that little robot yeah. that's with you is what you find later. Yep. And then uh, 20 years after they unearth the creator da 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 stone like spoilers. And then everybody's all in stasis and shit. It goes full circle. That's what I was talking about. That's what I I knew I wasn't super crazy, I guess. It goes, the stone-like is the guardian of planet Earth. It is the planet Earth. It is the one that guides every living being in this world. Uh, It will surely take a long time before humankind evolves once again, leading the same lives without considering the consequences. But I pray that humankind will someday realize this before they commit the same mistakes or on uh, again and the Robonoid dies and the people are revived and it happens all over again. How deep is this little shoot 'em up? It's Japanese. It's awesome. And it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. Um, yes, go download Ra- Radiance Overgun today. Shit, download them both. I, I think it's interesting how Ikaruga came out, f- how they decided to put out Ikaruga first. I think it was because it was more it was on more the known. popular side. Yeah, it was more known because it actually came out in the States later, but it's like, for these things, and, and, and it's probably it was probably a smarter move, of course, but like, as someone, you know, who, you know, plays these things and knows about them, I, I kind of feel like, wouldn't it have done more of a service to people to bring out something that they had never experienced before? Like, like yeah, this is the know, this is the um, one that most of the people wanted because they never got it. They got Ikaruga at some point, but they never got this. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, well, yo, we we need to make money first. So I understand that. Also, I think that um, you know, Treasure they have that whole credo <laughs> about not making games uh, twice. You know, twice and yeah, but you know, you know they've me... gone back on that as such. I mean, to me, this isn't twice. You know, this is just like, yo, we made this. This is the same game. We're just porting it. You know, that that's different. Now, now, Gunstar Super Super Gunstar Superheroes is 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 a I mean, Gunstar Superheroes is a different story. They did make a sequel to it uh, to to Gunstar Heroes and whatever. But I'm I'm fucking fine with that. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, shmups, dude. Old games, dude, old style games. Fuck all this like 
games. Easy mode shit. Yeah. I, I would just so, like to say that... Uh, I know? mean, I'm pretty sure that I'm super late to the party, but I just... S-L-T. The... Super link to the past. Yeah. Every I time someone the... uses that Sometime. acronym... Oh, you just found it? Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Every time someone says that, I, I like LTTP, I'm always thinking of Link to the Past, and I'm like, I need to stop playing so many games, <laughs> which I don't anymore. So, um, But anyway, yes, I have exhausted my nostalgia for this game. I need to just go download and play it now. Have you any last thoughts? Um, I really want to play this game right now. Um, I also <laughs> want to download all of these songs, but I can only download one at a time, which kind of sucks. So, Aww. yeah. I own the soundtrack, so... Oh, you do? Uh, so I'll just give it from you. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got no shame. Mochi, 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 mochi. Well, while you can't find the soundtrack online from me, you can find other things such as Al and me and our friends. Where can we find them, Al? We can find them here. You can find each one of us at drygames.net on the internet. Al, where can we find you? Where do you live? Uh, I live in various places, I guess. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash dredmage. Uh, twitter.com slash dredmage. Um, there's xlm2k.blogspot.com, which I'll update sometime. And what about your band? Oh, yeah, I have a band, and... Uh, he has a band. That site is uh, rocafuertemusica.com, R-O-C-A. Punto.com. F-U-E-R-T-E, musica, with an A at the end. Mm-hmm. Dot com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and you can find their album, Vuelo Letal, which means Lethal Flight. I learned that because Al knows Spanish. Very on the barely. Amazon.com, barely. <laughs> Amazon.com MP3 downloads list. Make sure to, that make sure that you choose MP3 downloads. There's other places, too. iTunes. Uh, Spotify, Zune, uh, supposed to be Rhapsody, but who knows. Uh, anywhere where your digital media is served, you should find us. Excellent. Pete, where do you live? Twitter.com slash Riven. That's R-Y-V-V-N. R-Y-V-V-N. And if you like don't you... alcoholics talking about video games and movies, you should follow me on Twitter. Follow <laughs> him on Twitter at ryvvn.com slash twitter.net. And that's yes. the only place I live. No, no that's other That's the only is place to live. No other place is important. Okay. And you can find me, obviously, at Mr. Chupon on Twitter. It's at Mr. Chupon with an O, not a zero. Uh, you can also, obviously, visit us at TryGames.net at TryGames.net, which we rarely update, but one day I will. Uh, you can also visit me at www.SharkVersusOctopus.com, uh, which is nonsense and has nothing to do with video games, but it could. Uh, and that's all the places that I live. Email, 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 email. Email us at mailbag at trygames.net, M-A-I-L-B-A-G at trygames.net, or you could spell it the wrong way, M-A-L-E. And you can also visit friends of the site. You can visit our friend Maurice at everyonelovesdinosaurs.com, the other Austin out in the world because there are only two of us, and we're both awesome at austindlight.com. Light is spelled the, pro- the appropriate way, like a light bulb. And you can visit... Brian Fishman, friend of the site, doctor, and he will save your fucking life as long as you go to his blog, which is called drfishypants.com. Also friends of the site, we've got James Dendy Connor at www.gamesjames.com. That's www.gamesjames.com. Not just one game, but multiple games. And there's also our friend Alex and Gary from That Game Podcast, which is conveniently www.thatgamepodcast.com. 
That's a good place to find us. Why don't you go find us now? Wow, I gotta find a new way to, to bring in that. Maybe I'll just fucking <laughs> stick it in. The next time we do an episode, I'm just gonna like put it in the middle of the episode. Like, between like the syllables of one of the words that we're saying. Maybe. Why not? So... Um, <laughs> I, I wanted to know uh, if you have the soundtrack plus of this. Oh, what's it's the like plus? It's like the whole thing. It's like twenty six tracks. I don't condone piracy. I don't know what you're talking about. Go away. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not. Piracy. I ain't giving you shit. I ain't giving it's you shit. Par- I just want to know if you had it. I, didn't say I don't I know. It. I don't know if I had it. Be praying. Be praying. That's on the art book. Oh, be praying. Be praying. It, be praying. All right. Oh, wait, that's I'm, the fucking. I think that was the last Here. boss in this game. Instead of no, like, like be attitude for games, it was be praying, be praying, be praying. Or is that for? Yes, me? yes, yes, yes. Be praying, be praying. I remember that. <laughs> be praying, son. Word. Uh, Damn, Hori came out with a stick for this too. Be praying. That's fucking great. <laughs> oh, oh wait, wait. Radiance of a CD-ROM Conquest Manual Link is a strategy guide which contains documents called No Refuge and Be Praying in PDF <laughs> format. <laughs> no Refuge. Oh God! All right, I think that's it for us. So, if you there are no last words, I'm gonna sign us off. Is that cool, buddy? Radiant Silvergun, get that shit for Pete. I'm not here. Okay. Uh, for Al, I'm here. Okay, get Radiant Silvergun, get that shit. Be praying. I have no been refuge. your host, be No Refuge, praying and be praying. I guess. Uh, the attitude games. But you just said nuclear the first time without realizing. To nuclear let. To nuclear let. To nuclear let. To nuclear let.